Welcome, I'm Ryan Hicks, and this is Modern Business, the podcast to learn from franchise business leaders and explore new business technology. Our community is about sharing knowledge and tools that help us achieve our goals in business and beyond. Thanks for being here, and welcome to Modern Business. Hey, welcome back to Modern Business Podcast. This is Ryan Hicks coming to you today with a little bit of tickle in my voice as we're kind of changing the seasons here to spring, uh, coming to you from Dallas, Texas, uh, and excited about today's guest. It's uh, a brand that we were just discussing prior to hopping on, uh, or really prior, prior to hitting record. We we're just discussing my need to go get their services, and I really do. I've been trying to hit the jogging trail uh, as of late and back in a regular cadence in the gym and I've got a little thing in my hip flexor that I need stretched out. Um, and so that gives a little teaser for the guest. Uh, you probably will also see who the guest is in the title of the episode, but a um, couple of top of the house announcements. Um, Zach and I are um, embarking on a, a West Coast tour this summer. Uh, we've given out the dates. Um, we're starting in Denver uh, in the latter part of June, uh, I think there's actually a franchise tailgate that same day in Denver. And then we're going to be going across, uh, making our way to California and then back over to Arizona. And um, I probably missed something. Oh, we're going to do Utah in between uh, Colorado, the Utah, then California, then Vegas and finishing up in Arizona. So be on the lookout for that uh, in terms of content the, over the summer. And then lastly, we are uh, back, uh, <coughs> excuse me, we're back uh, with a focus on, on uh, the text community. And so you guys can subscribe to our text community to make guest recommendations or uh, send topic uh, requests and different things like that, or just text us to say what's up, uh, voxie.com, V-O-X-I-E.com forward slash modern business. That's M O D R N business. And as always, thank you so much, guys, for subscribing. So um, by way of introduction to today's guest, and I'll keep it brief because I'll let him tell us about himself and, and about the brand. But we have Tony Zaccario. From, uh, he's the president and CEO of Stretch Zone. So Tony, welcome to the podcast. And thank you so much for the time, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me, Ryan. I'm super excited to, to be a part of this and kind of the journey that you're on. Um, on this podcast series and inception and it's it's, it's funny because we first connected uh, i did some research and actually became a, a quick fan of yours and, and listened to some of these podcasts and, and so so i'm pretty up to speed on the latest ones but no i appreciate you having me on awesome well i appreciate it and uh unfortunately some folks have been forced to see my face and listen to the podcast because we <laughs> have published so many episodes over the past three, two and a half years or so. But uh, it's it's a pleasure having you on, Tony. Um, first and foremost, for the folks that don't know Stretch Zone, tell us what Stretch Zone is and, uh, and maybe a little bit about uh, kind of your career journey as well. So I guess that's two questions, but start off with what is, what is Stretch Zone and uh, tell us a little bit about the brand. Yeah, I mean, you know, stretch zone, it's not stretching as you know it. And stretch zone, in essence, at the basic level, launched the assisted stretching movement. And the mission has always been very simple, which is to improve lives every single day. And, you know, we happen to do that through stretching. And the timeline of everything started way back, believe it or not, in 1999 with the founder, 
um, Jordan Gold, um, who's still very actively involved in the company. And, and Jordan began this whole journey of creating the methodology that we utilize today and the, and the stretching protocol that we utilize today. He started really with his grandfather, um, believe it or not, back in 1999. He did it, you know, to spend more time with him and to help his, help improve his day to day life. And, and when Jordan started working with his grandfather, and obviously Jordan brings in an exercise physiology background to the mix, um, he, he noticed there are certain limitations in the normal stretch routine that, that you might be familiar with, you know, like those normal hip flexor stretches that it sounds like you need, um, yep. and normal hamstring stretches. But, but really what Jordan started to develop was the, the strapping system that we utilize today, which he then ended up patenting, and which is one of our biggest differentiators as a business. And so Jordan, over time, you know, once he got his grandfather from bedridden to walking with a walker to dancing at his cousin's wedding, which is a story that you can find online at stretchzone.com, there, there's a lot more to that. And, and what he ended up doing was started working with one-off clientele and continued to evolve the stretching protocols and the stretching methodology, again, leveraging and utilizing the strapping system, um, which in turn took him all over the world. He worked with celebrities, athletes, whoever it might be. And then it wasn't until about 2015 when after he did the, the, the whole celebrity and the one-off clientele, he started focusing on the education side of it. And he started focusing on the actual certification behind the stretch. And, and so the, the other big differentiator for us as a business has always been first and foremost is the patent and strapping system. But secondly, it's also the nationally recognized stretch certification. And so Jordan went through the rigors of, of ensuring that we could be a certifying body for every practitioner that comes on board and practitioners, what we refer to as the, the, the stretchers um, inside the locations. And so, so once we had those and he had those in his toolbox, um, the, the first storefront and the first storefront model, which is what you would see stretched on today, um, didn't open up till actually 2015, believe it or not, down here in, in sunny South, uh, South Florida. And in 2016 is when my journey and my first impression came on board and when I joined the stretch zone team. And, you know, when I joined and first came on, you know, Jordan had obviously dedicated really his life to this mission um, of just spreading stretch and improving the lives of every grandfather across, across the country, as many people as he can. But what Jordan was missing was that were a lot of the business aspects of the business. You know, we, we hadn't figured out how to price it appropriately, how to sell it you know, all the operational procedures around it, which were, you know, I came into play. And so when I joined in 2016, oh God, we had about, you know, five locations open currently all in the South Florida region. And, and for the first, you know, six months, that was the real focus is, is really creating the business around the stretch, as I like to say. Um, and then for the first, you know, year and a half, two years, there, there's obviously a proof of concept stage, which you're very familiar with. And, and it's also controlled growth. And it's not growing too quick. And, and so we had about 10 corporate stores at one time. Um, of those, we've sold different franchisees. And then we didn't really start franchising truly till about 2017. Um, so we started the franchise process in 2017. And, and what we found was there was a ton of organic growth. You know, just like every early franchisor, you start with the mom and pops and your friends and family. And, you know, even though we really wanted to control the growth cycle, um, to make sure, you know, you obviously don't grow to your death, regardless of how superior the product and service is. Um, we want to make sure we did it in, in a very methodical manner. And so, but with that being said, is these original franchisees ended up growing their own systems, which is great because we have the multi-unit ownership that any franchisor would want. Um, and then we finally kind of 
you know, put the pedal to the floor, so to speak, you know, probably about two years ago when we really started hitting trade shows and whatnot. And, you know, I'm happy to say today we, we opened up our 116th location. Um, this week we have 117 and 18 opening up next week. And so, you know, we're really shooting for a target of getting 200 open by the end of the year. So, so definitely some substantial growth. COVID was a phenomenal stress test, which I'm sure we'll talk about at some point during this. Um, as you like to say, but, but no, everything's going well and, and, and there's a lot to be, be excited about. That's awesome. What I love the most as I'm sitting here making sure that I unmuted myself, um, but what I love the most is, is that there, and I didn't know this, but that you have this patented, uh, kind of <clears throat> patented, uh, process and, uh, you have some process and some secret sauce around attracting the practitioners, which, I would imagine is is always a challenge and you know in the business and in the service you know being able to service folks you have to match the practitioners with the customers. Well, well for sure. And, and, and sorry and sorry to cut you off there. I mean the, the one thing is that gives more clarity on it, the, the strapping system and you know I know you looked at it online you're and I'm gonna get you to go in to, to the Dallas store soon enough. Um, but the strapping system allows us to truly stretch anyone and provide a more efficient stretch and isolate certain muscle groups. And so one of the things we always say is, listen, all you have to do is lay on a comfortable table or where we do all the work and you get all the benefit. And it is just that simple, um, which, which allows us to stretch anyone from, you know, an aspiring collegiate athlete, you know, to someone who's a, a, a deconditioned aging baby boomer. Um, so you have that side of it. And, and that certification program, you know, labor is always a tough piece to any kind of model, especially in a people industry or in a hands-on service like this. And, you know, the certification, you know, obviously makes the hiring process much easier because I don't necessarily need someone to have a particular certification. You always want people with the proper background. But but since we're the certifying body, we're going to be the ones certifying you in the actual stretching protocols and procedures. Um, so so it is a big leg up for, for the franchisees and it, it makes the scalability of, of the service um, immense. I love it. And uh, that, that's why you are the CEO, because you just sold me. And uh, I'll commit to you that I will go in. I need to get my uh, hip flexor. I think it probably stems from my hamstrings. I think you mentioned hamstrings earlier. I think that maybe wraps up to the top. I don't know. I, I've even visited an acupuncturist that practices something called single needle. I don't kind of scared of that, too. But uh, it, it helped for a little bit. But I think I need some regular stretching in my life. But um Tell me, uh, obviously, your president, COO, or CEO, excuse me, tell me about the kind of the day-to-day role at Stretch Zone for you and what you're focused on. Yeah, I mean, I think there's, there's a lot of focuses. COVID were, was interesting times for sure. Um, I think it created and, and presented a lot of challenges to, to every franchisor out there. I think it also presented a lot of opportunities. Um, you know, the one thing for us, it, it really proved out the resiliency of the business model which has been a huge help and a huge benefit on the franchise development side. And so really what we're focused on now is, is continuing the growth pattern that we have been and, you know, being in the state of hyper growth, so to speak, is constantly making sure that you're staffed appropriately, uh, making sure that you have the infrastructure, not only to support the, 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 um, the future franchisees that are coming on board, the new franchises, but I think it's something that always gets overlooked in a lot of franchise concepts is I always want to, always want to make sure that we also have the support system around the existing franchisees. 
and making sure that yes, as we're growing, that's great. We're going to help every new new franchisee come on board, but we got to be there for for the franchisees that have been with us for the entire time. Um, so, so that's the biggest focus, and really getting the word out. You know, the the ambassadorship with Drew is huge, and I don't know if you if you if you noticed that or saw that when when doing the research on the company, but we you know we have a partnership with Drew Brees that, that's very that's very new, um, very fresh, and so we're working with him. Um, to help get some brand awareness out and, and continue to educate the markets about what stretch is and why and why they should go to stretch zone. Um, so yeah, that, that's really where the focus is. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I have a ton of respect for Drew Brees, even though I'm a Cowboys fan. He's just one of those <laughs> upstanding guys that is is just phenomenal human being, awesome dude. And and another kind of personal tie that I have to him is actually he's. Uh, he is a member of my fraternity. Uh, I was in a fraternity in college and I am a Sigma Chi and he's a Sigma Chi and he's given back everywhere. I think everywhere he touches, he's always about giving back. And I, I would presume it's no different here that he's, this is a, this is a, a company, a brand and a service that he believes in. And I'm sure that stretching was a big part of the longevity of his career. Because ultimately, yeah. what he did was just so impressive, and so this is a this is basically an ambassadorship uh, ambassadorship that that he's doing with the brand. Yeah, so it's actually you know, it's a little more, and you know, again, you can't speak enough about. I mean, just how he, he's, he's a top class individual, um, just through and through, and everything you expect. Yeah, he he really is, and. And, and that's huge for us, you know, for any franchisee coming on board, you know, we're, we're big in, in the culture of stretch zone and, and our core values and who we are as people, you know, obviously understanding where, where the product originated from with Jordan story, his grandfather, you know, there's a lot of soul behind that. And so whenever we align ourselves with, with anyone, whether it's a franchisee, a team member, an ambassador, we want to make sure that they share our core values and, and Drew checks every single box of that, with that, without a doubt. And, um, Drew actually, obviously stretching and, and assisted stretching has always been a part of his regiment, you know, during his career when he's very open about that. Um, but when we first met him, you know, he, he fell in love with, with the service itself. He understood that the straps made a huge difference, um, when he first got stretched by Jordan himself. And, um, and, and he really sourced it out. You know, the one thing I, I, I can't say enough about, about him is a lot of people underestimate his business acumen and, and he is a super sharp guy and he's done his research and, you know, he really felt that we as a brand um, were, were kind of the next level and the, the hottest item in the, in the health and wellness industry, so to speak. And, and really the science behind it is really what sets us apart from, from you know, not only just competition in our space, but, but in the industry as a whole. And, and so, so much so that's not just an ambassadorship is he's actually coming on. He's going to sit on our, our board of managers um, as a board member. And so to give a lot of insight, I think me personally, uh, again, if you do some research, I'm sure you know this, Ryan, coming from the franchise space, is he, he has a lot of insight and intellect when it comes to franchising in general, both on the franchisee, franchisor side. He has a lot of valuable experience there. Um, and he actually ended up loving it so much from a franchisee and investment standpoint is that he's actually looking to open up locations in, in the New Orleans market, the Midwest, and over in San Diego. Yep. And so he, he's actively opening up locations pretty quickly. Um, which is, which is great. And it's, it's a good indicator for any franchisee that, you know, for me, I think it's, it speaks volume that, you know, of course he's going to be careful about what, what he's an ambassador for and what he represents, but it speaks even more volume to say, Hey, he loved it so much that he's going to invest his own 
time and energy and, and finances into opening up locations. Yep. I love it, man. He, that's, it's, it's just kind of funny because three things that have been important in my life, he is really at the intersection of those things. One was a baseball diamond. It taught me hard work, leadership, mm-hmm. and all of the rest. I know that it's not football, but it's competitive. And I kind of brought the same spirit. I was never the biggest, the tallest, the strongest, the fastest. He's never the same. You know, he's a smaller guy, but he was one of the most successful quarterbacks of the right. generation. And so that and plus uh, the fraternity, I, I I started, I launched my business because of the fraternity. I met an incredible network. Ultimately, that brought me into franchising, which is the third thing. And so like he's at the intersection of all of these. And he's a guy that's incredibly smart business wise. And like you mentioned, he's been he's been a franchisee and he's yeah. invested in franchisors like he gets the business model. And I think it says a lot for people listening in the audience that are looking you know, they're looking for, you know, different, we have prospective franchisees all the time listening to this mm-hmm. podcast, although we do have a greater franchise community audience, but it, it says a lot for the business model that, you know, here's a guy that has built such a successful career financially and elsewise. And whenever he goes into retirement, which he f- officially finally announced for the folks that don't know, you know, where, where is he putting his time, effort, energy, and money? Well, he's putting it into franchise brands that he believes in. He's putting it right. in your brand. And so I just think it speaks volumes and uh, it's, it's a big deal. So kudos, kudos on that. Um, Thank you. What I'm, what I want to ask, if you get a question, if you get a question, maybe it's a prospective franchisee, or maybe it's, you know, you're sitting on an industry panel or whatever it may be, but you've already mentioned kind of how, you're, you're, you set yourself apart from the competitors. I think with, uh, with your patents and, and with a few different things, you set yourself apart, but I would add to that. Do, how do you, how do you set yourself apart from the competitors and, and how are you using technology to gain an edge as well? Yeah, I think from, from a client perspective, there's always two levels to it. You're, you're talking about the true clients that walk in the store versus the franchisees. That you know, from the clients, I always say the difference is in the stretch. You know, the, the, there's so much meat behind our service. You know, the, there's there's God at this point, 15 plus years of, of product development behind the stretch itself, and, and and clients recognize that. And again, I, I always say, don't take my word for it. Try it for yourselves, which is why. And we were talking on the phone before, you know, we, we hit record. Is that's why we offer the the first free stretch. And for those that are listening that don't know that, is no, we, we don't we don't require anyone to pay to come in to try it out because we believe that you should experience it firsthand. And we also have enough confidence in the service itself that you know we're not telling you that hey you're going to feel a result, you know, a few weeks from now or, or if you commit to X, it's, you're going to feel a difference right when you get off that table that first time. Um, so again, don't take my word for it. Go online, find a location, and try the first free stretch. So that's the client side from the from the franchisee side and prospective franchisees like you're talking about. I, I think there's a lot of different differentiators aside from the product itself and the the, the intellectual property behind the, the the patent and trapping system and and the stretching methodology itself. I think it's you know we always want to ensure that we're franchisee focused system. Um, and I know that sounds very cliche. Um, I think Ryan, you've you've obviously interviewed after listening to numerous of your podcasts, you've interviewed a lot of different um, franchisors. But you know, I think there's one thing to say and one thing to live it. 
And, and so for us, it's, we always want to keep the, the, the capital investment very low um, and, and the, the barrier of entry very low for prospective franchisees that are coming on board. We always want to have a focus on unit-level economics. And, and really what we care about is the profitability of the franchisees and more importantly, they're enjoying the experience. And, and there's a few ways that you can leverage technology to maximize that. And you can streamline processes. You know, the one thing I love about our business in particular versus, you know, let's say food and bev or restaurant, any, excuse me, anything like that, everything is super quantifiable. And yep. what I mean by that is from an ROI perspective, from, from customer acquisition costs, you know, from there's, I mean, we joke about it with franchisees, you know, that come in franchisee training or during the store opening process. They're like, well, where do we put the printer? And I'm like, you don't buy a printer. Because because everything's paperless and, and it has been, which, which 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 just aligns with everything that's happened with COVID and um, which is obviously where you want to be sitting. Uh, but but no, for 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 sure, I think I think you know leveraging the normal platforms that you have, you know, make it easy to scale at the rate we are while continuing to support the system. Um, but I think the biggest differentiators for us is is just the the really the community that we've developed within the franchise system and and really who we are as a team, who we are as people and making sure the franchisee comes first. I love it. I love it. And I agree with you that, that there's a lot of folks that, that talk about what, what you're talking about with the focus on the franchisee success and um, so many brands do it well. Um, but there are equal amount of instances where that's not necessarily the case. And, and so it's, it's a, it's a big thing to, to well, have and, I, that. and I'll give you, and I'll give you an example, right? Cause you know, and, and sorry for cutting you off. There, no, you're but good. It, uh, you know, part of this, and like we were talking about before, more free-flowing conversation, but it's, you know, like a good example of this is, you know, one cultural piece for us, because culture is huge for us as an organization. You know, who we are as people, like we talked about, and something we discussed, and, I, you know, I was fortunate enough to speak uh, on an IFA panel um, a few weeks ago about it, developing the proper workplace culture. But, like, you, you'll never hear any of any of our team members at stretch zone or within the stretch organization will never refer to how many units we have sold because in, in my mind in franchising that, that it's not a good metric yep. from a franchising perspective or, or perspective. I think it's, and you know, pardon you know, the lame in French, but I think it's a BS metric, mm-hmm. um, which is why you'll always hear me or anyone and nor you'll find is how many we have sold. It, it's more about, and from if you're a prospective franchisee and for anyone who's listening to this, I think it's super important if you are looking at any, forget about our concept, any concept, is that's about how many units are open and how many multi-unit owner operators are out there. And because that's a good barometer and a good KPI and the success at the unit level and people are rolling forward and, and opening up other locations. Um, so, so that's what I mean when I say a franchisee focus is, is we, we, it's not about us, the franchisor, and that's the beauty of franchising my mind of, listen, we're successful and the franchisees are successful, first and foremost, plain and simple. Um, so anyway, that, that was kind of a, give you a quick example on that. It's a really good, it's a really good metric to look at, um, f- to use your vernacular, but are people reinvesting in the brand? And ultimately if, if it yeah. is profitable at the unit level, people will, because, you know, you get into a business model that, you know, and then you ultimately want to grow that. And that's really where the flywheel comes in, where it, it, the brand takes on a life you know, bigger than the individual parts because everything's working in unison and it's beautiful. And that's what I love about franchising 
And uh, us suppliers, we feed into that as well. Speaking of digital marketing, I think it's an obvious fact that marketing channels are popping up more and more every day with social, Google, video, apps, email, mobile, and more. Franchisees have to spend more time and money juggling more vendors than ever before while trying to make sense of an endless stream of data that's dumped into spreadsheets that only Neo from the Matrix could understand. Scorpion is a digital marketing company that helps franchise brands and their franchisees get out of the weeds of digital marketing. With a combination of technology and expertise, Scorpion connects all the marketing dots to provide clear, personalized plans that are measured against one of the most important things, if not the most important thing, which is revenue growth. Finally, a cohesive brand-approved strategy for all of your franchisees that eliminates the time-consuming and expensive and confusing task of managing an ever-expanding list of disconnected marketing platforms and vendors. I think we can all appreciate fewer invoices and meetings and better results. Scorpion's a company that I highly recommend and I also use in my business. Visit scorpion.co slash MB. That's scorpion.co slash MB to learn more. Talk a little bit more about the culture aspect because you, you did speak on that at IFA and I think there's a reason why you're speaking on you know, creating a business culture, but how do you use that to attract and retain talent and uh, just speak a little bit more to the culture piece? Man, I could spend probably the whole hour talking about this, honestly. Um, I think it's, yeah, I think it's, I think culture is, you know, first and foremost, I think culture is, is so critical to any, any team or organization, you know, period. And uh, I think for those that are out there listening, suppliers, doesn't matter what kind of team you're in, it's, is you always have to understand that culture starts with you. Um, you have to make it a priority and talk about it. I think when attracting the top talent in your industry or your field, I think it first starts by focusing in on, on retaining the best talent, which is a little bit counterintuitive because um, you always want to be self-aware of what the current culture that exists today and, and what exists in your organization. Um, and so I think first and foremost is you want to make sure that you have the proper culture of whatever you're trying to achieve as an organization for operational excellence, um, whatever that is, is you, you take a hard look in the mirror and say, hey, what are the core values of, of the organization and, and us as a team? And what are we trying to accomplish? And do our actions back up everything that, that we say we want to be or the vision of what we're trying to be? And the funny thing, you know, even with, with the Drew thing is I think once you take a hard look and really hone in and, and focus on your existing culture and, and what exists in, inside your organization, work to improve that, work to better every single day, it's funny enough is the top talent will start seeking you out. Um, one of the things I said in my talk, which I think is, is paramount, is to me, culture is the new currency. And I think a lot of people nowadays are, are, are coming on to businesses, organizations, companies, and, and they're, they're, they're more concerned about the work-life experience and then the actual experience of working, um, not just the financial implications to, 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 to their paycheck or anything like that. I think it goes beyond that. And uh, I, I think it's just super, super important. So yeah, I think to, to attain or to attract the top talent is first you got to focus on retaining it. And I think people will, will see your core values and your culture will speak for itself and, and really the top talent in the industry will come seeking you out. Yep, com I completely agree with that. And, uh, you know, it kind of in the story of, of the founding, it's it's imminent that or it's not imminent, but it's it's 
obvious that there was always a focus on kind of a there is a, a why behind it, and it starts close to home with with the grandfather. And uh, you know, it, it's not something that you know launched out of an idea and then just grew super quickly just because you want to go, uh, you know, suck out all of the economics of of this vision. It's something that that grew over time from a best practice standpoint, and then you know, you you grew the right way, and and. Uh, I think I think that also plays a part in terms of the culture, in terms of the why. Like I'm reminded of the IFA where Simon Sinek came and spoke, and yeah. you know, he always has the why, how, what focus, right? Whenever you're tackling anything, you you just start with the 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 mission behind and the the reason why, and everything else kind of bleeds bleeds out from there, for better or for worse. And so I couldn't agree more. Um, membership model is that is this a membership model or, or it, i'm it sure is. that you have an element of both so there's a recurring revenue for for franchisees correct got it so yeah it. So, yeah people, people people come on board and it's, it's a normal membership based model so recurring revenue model for franchisees um which makes it very appealing from from any investment side if you can get that get that ideal model for any kind of business um so, so yes you are correct Awesome. Tell us a little bit about the, the, the work that you do in the community. I know just speaking with, about Drew and, and his connection to the brand, I know that he's always been a big part of giving back. He's even received nicknames because of it, it's, at least in the city of, of New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina. I think they called him Breezes because he was kind of the savior, savior of New Orleans. <laughs> but um, talk about Stretch Zone and, and how you guys give back to the community beyond providing your service, because it's, I think it's a, an important thing that I personally need to take part in as well. But how do you guys give back? Yeah, we definitely need to take, take care of those hip flexors first and foremost. Um, <laughs> but, but no, I, I think, you know, this is something that we're super excited about. I say we, we as a team and, and Jor and I have been talking about this for a long time. Um, is creating a charitable arm to the organization. And, and we did that by creating GiveZone. Um, and so GiveZone is something that we're, we're actively launching. We launched it late last year, um, started to get some traction with the franchisees. And, and, and really, it's an opportunity for us to give back, you know, to the communities that have been so gracious to us and to the franchisees. And like you talked about with Simon Sinek, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Simon who says, you know, people don't buy what you do, but instead they buy why you do it. Yep. Um, I, I think that's important. I also think it's it's important to help others get get to where they want to be, and in turn, get to where you want to be. And, and and for us, and now that we have a solid platform of 116 locations and growing uh, quickly, is naturally our franchisees are already doing this, and, and our franchisees have always promoted them to to not only not, and it's not necessarily just fun. And I think a lot of people confuse that. There's, there's so many ways to give back to your community, and, and whether it's volunteering your time, you know, we have, we have the as a franchise or and, and our team and the corporate team, we went out to the food bank. We went out for Thanksgiving. We went out to and did a gift drive um, for Christmas. Uh, we did, we did a breast cancer awareness car parade because obviously COVID um, wouldn't allow, you know, we didn't do any walks or anything like that. So I, I think there's a lot of different ways to support the community, but, but give zone is just a, an umbrella and it's a platform that all of our franchisees and ultimately the, the end game is to, you know, have a, a running map to where, or a running calendar to where not only the franchisees can take part of it, but also the clients at these locations. 
if they want to also help out, um, I, I think it's just a good way to help others and, and really make a positive impact in people's lives. Yep, absolutely. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask for you to tell us a little bit about the team. Uh, tell us about the, the team uh, at corporate. It, it, it's growing. Um, you know, it's growing quickly. And, and so we have, we have an awesome team of individuals and, you know, everyone really, you know, understands their role and, and, and is determined to, you know, make sure that we hit all of our missions and all of our objectives um, for the organization. But, you know, it's, it's actually, I would say it probably, probably skews a little bit younger um, naturally, but we have a lot of go-getters, you know, even, you know, true testament thing after like COVID, you know, we had, we had hundred percent retention on all of our staff members. And if anything, right now we're, we're trying to, to be overstaffed slightly to support the growth that that's occurring. And, and as that ramps up, and so we're constantly looking, looking to get add people on board and bring people on board. But no, I, I couldn't say enough about the team, the team around here. And, and I'm sure every franchisee can also attest to that. And, but again, that's, you know, it's culture, right? And it's, it's just making sure that you have the proper culture and bringing on people that share the same, you know, core values and, and their, their, their intentions are aligned with yours. And, and so now they're, they're, they're all stars. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, couple, couple of last questions. We really appreciate your time joining us here today. Oh, you're good. I'm glad that, glad that we uh, can carve out the time to hop on and host you. But a couple of last questions, major initiatives wise, you mentioned that you're rolling out the ambassador program. You mentioned that you're focused on growth. Any other major initiatives, whether that's internal or external um, throughout this year? I know a lot of people you know, use the EOS system. I don't know if you guys do, but any other rocks or major initiatives on the, the future radar? Yeah. You know, I think the, the biggest initiatives for, for us are obviously continuing the, the growth that we're seeing. Um, you know, performance has been, you know, top notch and actually performing, you know, well over pre pandemic levels, the actual, the, the, the unit level performance. So we want to continue to support that. Um, you know, we, we've made it this far uh, without a single store failure, which is, you know, probably the, 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 the KPI or stat that I'm, I'm most, you know, humbled and proud about. Um, and so we want to continue to do what we're doing with regards to supporting the franchisees. I think the biggest initiative is getting GiveZone, GiveZone up and running, you know, obviously getting, you know, the ambassadorship launched and, and just getting more brand awareness about what exactly we do. You know, you, you know, you're a perfect example. You, you live in Dallas, but yet, you maybe didn't hear about us until recently. And, and a lot of it is diving into why is that? And, and naturally that's a, you know, obviously we're out of the emerging franchise or space, but you know, as we're growing, it's creating that brand awareness and it's really encouraging people to come try it out for free and, and really experience it firsthand. Um, don't just think about it. And, and so, so it's really just, you know, staying on the path that we're on and it's, it's providing necessary support while also supporting the growth of, uh, of the system. So we're, we're really excited about what's to come in, in 2021, as we were in 2020 around this time. I actually know this time last year was, I think everything was, was shut down. Yep. A little hectic. I was uh, just recovering from COVID. I was basically patient zero here in Dallas. I get, was were you very really? You got, you got that early on? I was very unlucky and I'm a lucky guy. I'm always, I always get lucky. People look at me and just <laughs> laugh. They're like, how do you just always end up at the right place at the right time or this or that. I'm just a lucky guy, but, and maybe I will say I was lucky because 
I was traveling when the pandemic really hit, when M- M- NBA made their announcement and all that stuff started to come through and it was actually with some franchise folks and I took them out uh, after an event was well over. Everyone that went home and I, I stayed and, uh, you know, some people had parlayed that into into skiing some extra and, and just hanging out. And uh, I ended up, I ended up walking into a, um, walking into an establishment and had interaction with an employee. And that employee was the first person in park city that, that had COVID. No way. And uh, that's really my fault. I should have just went home. But uh, I, so, so because of that, I didn't find out until later. Cause you know, it took some time in the beginning. So I didn't know that I had that exposure until I was, I was uh, alerted to it. I saw a link actually, and that it was on national did you, news. Did you, did you feel all right, or I mean, I felt fine for, for four yeah. days, but I obviously quarantined. Uh, I, unfortunately, I was, I was, I had just landed whenever I got the text message with a link in it that said, "Oh wow, you were just in Park City. Here's the first positive case." And I read it, and it said. It was at the establishment that I was at and it was this employee and I was okay. So I might've had exposure. So I quarantined and then I started getting a, a fever. And, and anyways, I was literally one of the very first people in Texas that had it. And so at this I'm time, here, you year, unfortunately you made that all right. Yeah, I did. Um, I spent a, a month straight in my place without leaving. I, I live in a high rise here. So I call it my glass box and I think maybe that's why I need stretching so much because I've spent so much damn time at home. <laughs> so, but you, you uh, many people, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's true, and people crave that. You know, the folks that weren't able to go visit during the pandemic, people crave that hands-on service, and it's it, this is a service that you know for the folks that use it, they can't live without. I would presume, and it, it was a tough time, and so that's probably why you've seen such a great bounce back because people realize that. And they want to get out and they want to have that hands-on service and it makes them feel better and better range of motion and blood flow and all of it, I would presume. that I'm speaking like I'm an expert and I haven't even been yet, but I will go. Um, outside of business, Tony, any, uh, what, any hobbies, interests? Uh, I know that you're super focused on the growth of the business and supporting the franchisees, but off the field, to use a Drew Brees pun, uh, any, any uh, focuses or interests? Oh man, I mean a, a lot. I'm a I'm a big reader. Um, any kind of leadership books, whatever it might be. Uh, you know, as far as the only thing I'm super disciplined about, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. My my, my wife would probably proclaim me as a as a bona fide workaholic, um, which <laughs> I think it's probably bad that I don't take that as an insult. Um, and so it also doesn't help the whole cycle. Um, no, I, you know, I, I love what I do. You know, we, we have so many things going on here where. You know, and you probably know this, understand this. When when you're in a state of the company that we are, there there there's never enough time in the day, and, and there there's just not. And you know, I'm fortunate to work with a phenomenal group of franchisees and people. Um, the one thing I'll say I'm pretty disciplined about is is early morning workouts. So normally up at 5 a.m. and um, straight straight to doing a workout, whether that's a run, finally back at the gym, um, which is much needed. Um, and, and so, that, so that's what I, what I enjoy doing and obviously spending time with the family, which is super important to me and, and all that. I love it. Well, if you come across any good book recommendations, shoot it over to me because I've uh, historically been a big reader. And as of late, I've been so busy. I haven't carved out the time as you alluded to. So for some reason, it's it, it feels like we don't 
uh, the, the 24 hours seems to go quicker as I get a little bit older and older. And then those add up to, to weeks and months. Oh, come on, come on. This, this, this goes both ways. Give me a good book. What, what's your recommendation for me? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I would, we would need to chat a little bit more. Um, <laughs> I have just, I'm looking on my table here. I have two books. One is Reach by John Rachi, who's also a business Very partner good. with New Breeze. Um, because yep. I did a podcast on that, uh, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, and I actually haven't taken it off my desk here. And then I have uh, The Art of War visualized, uh, Sun, Sun Tzu's class, yeah. yeah, Art of War, but I've got the visual version. It's It just helps from a business strategy standpoint. You know, at the end of the day, you know, business, it's, it's a Mark Cuban quote that says, who I've had the pleasure of meeting and spending a lot of time with, but... Mark Cuban says that business is a competition and it's, it's not like, you know, Drew Brees competing. He's got 16 games a year plus the playoffs, right? And they have their bye week and the, the, the game starts at 3.30 p.m. or 7 p.m. and you're competing for three hours. And then, yes, there's preparation off the field for right. the next week. But in business, your competition's coming at you 24 by 7 by 365. So I just like yeah. to sharpen my mind with, you know, whether it's lessons from great generals, I'm reminded by my, my really good friend and business partner as well, Ryan Combe. And uh, he's a huge reader of, of, of biographies and historical, historical biographies and things of that nature. So like, I'm, I'm just, no, you know. Art of War is a great read. Um, the, one, the one I just finished, which might be a good recommendation for you, is um, Legacy by James Kerr. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of it? I have not. So it's interesting. This isn't a this isn't a plug. Not that James, maybe James Kerr, maybe you listen to this. Shout out to you because it's a great book. Um, but for for legacy, he really studied. You ever heard of the All Blacks, the New Zealand rugby team? I have. How they're the most winningest sports team, so on and so forth. And he, and he studied, you know, why exactly they are um, the most winningest sports team. And he dives into the culture and he translates it obviously business lessons and whatnot. And it, it's really fascinating. It was actually a very, very good book. That kind of reminds me of Malcolm Gladwell and in his his studies as a book called The Outliers. It's a really good book. Yeah, yeah, and, Outliers. Yep. Yeah, but his 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 was just really interesting on like data on ages and you know going back to people's childhood and how they developed and when they were born and you know in hockey everybody born in March for example. Uh, teams that that have folks that are born in the latter the latter days of March for some reason they're just better because they were older always growing up I think it was March I could be botching that but anyways that's a phenomenal book one of my all time favorites is Never Eat Alone by Keith Ferrazzi which is I've never heard of that one before. it's kind of like the modern day how to win friends and influence people uh, it's okay. just really Keith Ferrazzi is a really phenomenal leader. Um, he was the former CMO of Starwood Hotel Group, the oh, youngest nice. in history uh, at the time. I think he was in his late twenties. It was he's he was just a sharp dude. Now he runs a company called Ferrazzi Greenlight. They do consulting and he speaks. He's an author, but Never Eat Alone is one of my favorites. Um, anyways, we could mix on this all day for sure. So I'll save the audience and I'll ask you one last question which was the second question I was going to ask. So I kind of snuck in a couple of more there. Um, but as you rub the crystal ball, as you look to the future, you guys are sitting at 160 units open today. What, what does the future look like? What is, what are the, you know, what's the, what's the vision 
uh, in terms of growth wise, whether that's short term or long term or both. And uh, I'll follow that up with how do folks find out more about the franchise opportunity? Yeah, and, and and to clarify, it's 116 open. I wish I could claim 160 open today, but um, well, I need I, to go get my ears ears checked out as well as get stretched. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's you know I think it's continued the, the the domestic campaign, and you know Fran Dev has been lights out um, you know this year, especially now that kind of COVID's lifted, and, and we've got some some proof behind the, the business model itself during a, a, a downward economy our downtrending economy. And I think, you know, where we sit today is, you know, obviously enhancing and building out a lot of these locations in the domestic U.S., but I think it's also touching on the international side. Um, we, we have a few different international prospects. We, we looked to actually attend the international trade show in, in Paris uh, in September, you know, should they have it. And, you, you know, it's growing forward at, at a controlled rate, but also a, a very quick rate. And, um, you know, it's just, it goes back to what I said before, you know, we're, we're just determined to, to continue to, you know, make a positive impact and improve people, people's lives uh, across the country. And whether that's, and I always like to specify where it's not just the client that I'm talking about, it, it's really the, the franchisee, it's the, the staff member that, that now has a full-time job and, and has a paying job because of the franchisee opening locations in their, in their city. Um, so, so it's touching and, and improving people's lives at every level. And, and, and that's what we're focused on. Um, that's kind of always been our mission from the get go. Um, you know, obviously if you, if you get to know, want to get to know more about us, to answer your second part to that is, you know, go on stretchlone.com, you know, fill out the franchisee form. We're always looking for good franchisees. You know, we are super, you know, fortunate to be in a position to where, you know, we are picky about who we're bringing on board, but, but we also open any conversation. We want to get to know every single franchisee on a personal level. Um, we, we want to make sure that we're bringing people on board that really align with what we're trying to do as a brand and as a team um, and ultimately as a stretch on family. And, and, and so please, I welcome you to go on stretchzone.com at the least go out and try a free stretch, look for a location nearest to you and fill out a web form and, and someone will reach out to you. I'm going to get you hooked up on a free stretch. Um, before we hang up at whatever point today. Um, but at the very least, do that experience it firsthand. If you're interested in, in franchising opportunities, there's obviously a pathway for that on the website. Um, so, so, so no, I, I, I welcome anyone who wants to join this, this wild ride because, you know, it's going to be busy. It's going to be quick. We're pedal to metal, and, and we have a lot of exciting things coming down the road. I love it. Reach out, folks that are interested before the – the market opportunity is gone in your neighborhood. And uh, Tony, it was an absolute pleasure hosting you. You've convinced me to go get my uh, my stretch on up there on uh, Preston Road and, Univ- and and Northwest Highway, I think you said. And uh, you also uh, I, I, just care, I just care about your hip flexors, Ryan. You know, I'm really <laughs> concerned about this. I agree. You, you got to keep on that that running that running routine. I know. It, it, it bothered the heck out of me. I've got this little pinch. I told you I tried even acupuncture. But um, the second thing that you inspired me to do is to get that morning workout in. <laughs> you mentioned the 5 a.m. workouts. I work, out, I work out in the evenings, and then my mind is racing, and I can't sleep, and I find myself opening the computer to work at night. And I probably shouldn't do that, so I should switch over to the morning workout. You know, you know, it's, so fun. you know it's so funny. I know we're probably racking the time. But, you know, it's the, the one reason why I love doing it in the mornings is it's truly you know, it's, it's meditative almost. Right. You know, you have the physical component, but it's really a time where you can kind of gather your thoughts and 
um, you know, big, you know, plan your work, work your plan kind of guy. And, and that's where a lot of the plans are, are, are made. It's actually where I listened to your, one of your podcasts the other morning, by the way. Nice. Well, I can't wait for you to listen to this podcast, wrapping up the morning workout. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, it's been a pleasure, Tony. Look forward to getting to know you better uh, yep. here in the franchise community. We franchise folks stick together and uh, want to thank everybody in the audience for listening. And uh, we'll, you're welcome Appreciate back you anytime. Me, and uh, thank yep, you so thank much. You. All right. Have a good day, man. Cheers. Cheers.